have great readings today for the day after the ice storm. Our first reading is about God preparing to inflict a storm on humanity, and our gospel is about the disciples forgetting to stock up on bread. I thought I'd get a little bit of a laugh, but you're undergrads, you don't laugh at anything. Okay, it's just a coincidence, but just this is a coincidence that today is our final day in ordinary time before we come back on Memorial Day, March uh, or May 25th. We will pick up about five chapters down the road from where we are today in the book of Genesis four weeks after that. So today is sort of the end of, of this period of time. Oh, so many interesting scripture passages to talk about, but we're going to focus on the first ring. But real quick, this gospel passage. What? Don't remember? Yes, in the gospel of Mark, there are two feedings of large crowds. First, five loaves to feed 5,000, 12 baskets left over. The second one is seven loaves for 4,000, and seven are left over. What's this all about? We believe the best interpretation of this is that 12 is a number that indicates the fullness of Israel and seven is the fullness of the world. And that Jesus feeds both the chosen people of Israel as well as the whole world, Jews and Gentiles together. That's what that's about. This Psalm, Psalm 29, I had the privilege of having Larry Boat, one of the great scripture scholars of the world, give me a private three-hour class on the Psalms. He read this to me in the original Hebrew and argued that poetically it works much better if instead of saying Yahweh, you say Baal, that he believes that this Psalm was originally written by the pagan people of Tyre, but it was such a good Psalm that the Jews took it over and just changed the name. But Noah and the ark, since mass was canceled yesterday and we begin Lent tomorrow, this is our one day to talk about this great story we all know since childhood. But when you're an adult, the story of Noah and the ark is very vexing, very confusing. There's all kinds of questions to ask why. Why does it play out the way it does? And we don't have time to answer all those questions today. But I did spend a fair amount of time this afternoon with Walter Brueggemann and his interpretation of this. Try to cut to the main points. First of all, most ancient cultures around Israel also had stories of the creation and a flood. This is sort of a standard thing all these cultures had in common. But the main point here is not to ask, is this historically accurate? Did this flood really happen? The thing to ask is not, how is this different from the other flood stories? But what does this story as told to us, what does it tell us about God? God created the world for a purpose. But the creation has refused to cooperate with God. We've been hearing that since chapter 3, and we'll continue to hear that throughout the Bible about creation rebelling against God. And God disturbingly decides to destroy his creation, but then he changes his mind. Why does God have a change of heart? It is not because of Noah. 
It is because God rescues creation. God rescues creation for God's own sake. To continue the work of creation, trying to come to fulfillment. At this moment, in 2015, as we wail against ISIS terrorists specifically targeting Christians, let us remember they have been targeting Muslims and all kinds of people, and they have been doing atrocities the whole time. But let's apply our story of the flood to that. We humans continue to frustrate God's plans for creation. We heard about it with Cain and Abel. We hear about it with the flood and throughout Genesis and Exodus and Numbers and Kings and Hosea, Isaiah, and especially in Ezekiel. And we hear about this in the New Testament. But God will continue to stay true to his intention for creation to flourish. If there are people pure of heart around, like Noah, God will use them as part of his plan. Tomorrow begins the great season of Lent. Let us take time to reflect on how we each frustrate God's plan. And let us resolve to make ourselves more open to doing God's will.